to order at um, five o'clock. And just to let everyone know, the mayor is going to be slightly late, so we'll carry on in his absence. So you have the agenda in front of you. Um, are there any uh, changes? There's one addition, uh, uh, Madam Deputy Mayor, and that is an addition to uh, the camera. Uh, 14.2. Uh, that is a point uh, disclosure harmful to intergovernment relations. Thank you. Any others? There are none. Thank you. Would someone like to move the adoption of the agenda as amended? Mr. Needham, thank you. All those. Uh, are... Mr. Stanio, uh, I think we have one deletion as well. No, I think we had that deletion already. It's been taken off. Yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, Deputy Mayor, I will move the. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The agenda is, with one addition and apparently one, one deletion. It is number one. I, I didn't see that. That's a request for decision 2020 renewal program. So section eight, new business number one. Correct. Deleted. Deleted. Sorry. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Needham. All those in favor of the motion? Thank you. It's carried. Okay, we have the minutes of uh, September 23rd, regular council meeting. If you've had a time, time to review those, any changes? Someone like to make a motion approving them? Thank you, Ms. Downing. All those in favor? Great. Uh, then we have the minutes of the special council meeting of uh, October. Seven. I'll move those minutes. <coughs> Thank you, Councillor Scammer. All those in favor? Great. Okay. Are there any public hearings? There are none. Okay. Uh, bylaws. So. Actually, yeah, we have presentation. Oops. First, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, uh, no, 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 no. We have uh, presentations. Uh, so we're have a proclamation on Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Day. And um, you don't need a moment. Did you want to come to this? Yeah. Would you like to come to the speaker table and um, if you'd like to say anything and then we'll sign the proclamation. Sure. Thank you. Do you want us to talk into the mics? Yeah. Just press the button and leave it on. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Hi, you guys. I'm Jamie Ellsworth. Uh, this is my husband, Tyler. So we are requesting, on behalf of us and everyone in the Peace Region, a declaration uh, to make October 15th Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Day, which is a, actually an international day of awareness, so today. So we wear a pink and blue ribbon in significance of that. So I don't know if you guys know, but one in four women across all of North America are affected by just miscarriage, not including stillbirth or infant loss. Unfortunately, we have experienced two. And there are hundreds of women who come into Peace River Hospital for ultrasound just because of miscarriage alone. So this is why we are requesting it. Well, thank you. Um, Peace River Town um, is, um, I don't know whether to say happy, but we would like to recognize this day as well and the loss that lots of families, as you say, go through. So I'll bring it over there and we'll sign and we'll have a picture at the same time, if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. 
counselors want to come and just get you guys. Thank you for doing this. It's hard to find that to meet you. Yeah, yeah. And yet at the same time, it's good to recognize the times of past. We've actually started doing meetings as well for families. Okay, that's good to know. Um, okay, it says Mayor Tom Tarpey, but I'm the lame answer, so here goes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so bylaws, we're looking at bylaw 2056 to provide <coughs> for electors to remove their names from petitions. That is correct. Uh, before you, uh, uh, Council, is uh, bylaw 2056. Um, we've been, uh, we, administration has taken a municipal affairs training. We do this uh, quite often. And uh, one of the things that they were discussing is uh, a variety of bylaws that we need to adjust and uh, we uh, uh, just just provide for them. And so this is the first of probably about five to seven bylaws that we're going to be bringing forward over this next little while um, to meet certain requirements. And one of the, it, it's not a requirement, but it's just, uh, it's it's something that should uh, municipalities be doing. So there's a, a couple of municipalities have already done it and quite a few are, are bringing forward uh, the option for uh, having names removed from petitions. Because right now what happens here is uh, if anyone has signed up on a petition, once it is submitted to the CAO, they can't have their names ever removed. So it gets counted moved forward. And uh, one of the things we have found in other municipalities we found is sometimes petitions, uh, what people were thinking they were signing up for is something totally different. And when they got the, the facts after the fact, they couldn't take their name off. So this gives them an opportunity to do so. Have we had any requests of that regard that we had to turn down? Yes. Any other questions at this point? Um, just one clarification. Um, so if we pass this, um, it would come into effect 90 days from 90 days after correct. third reading. Okay, thank you. Okay. So, this one won't come into effect until January. Would uh, someone care to uh, move first reading, Mr. Needham? Yes, Your Worship, I would uh, provide first reading for bylaw uh, 2056. Thank you. Any uh, discussion? All those in favor? Thank you. Uh, anyone care to go for second reading? Uh, Deputy Mayor, I would like to put forward the second reading for bylaw 2056. Thank you. Again, any discussion? All those in favor? Great, it's carried. Uh, to go to third reading, do we need the unanimous? You have to ask. Yeah. Put a motion on the floor, Your Worship, to allow this 
bylaw to go to third reading. Thank you. All those in favor? Okay. Thank you, Councillor. All those in favor? Okay. And to go to third reading, it was unanimous. It was unanimous, yes. Okay. Then the next one, we're looking at um, the venture for Reservoir 365 and its replacement. Mr. Schramm. Good evening, Council. Um, what I'm presenting tonight are borrowing bylaws 2057, 2058, and 2059 for three uh, capital projects. Um, Council approved the 2019 operating budget and operating capital budgets, which identified projects and funding sources. Per the Municipal Government Act, the town requires that funding approval authorizing that be approved prior to the commencement of the projects. Three projects that were approved in 2018 identified the need to be to issue a debenture as part of the funding. By law 2022 authorized the borrowing of uh, $335,700 uh, for the Mesh Station 4 project. By law 2024 authorized the borrowing of $501,600 for the Shaftesbury Sewer Main project. And by law 2025 authorized the borrowing of $2,050,000 $50,000 for the replacement of Reservoir 365. Prior to the issuance of the ventures for these projects, it was recognized that funding of these projects will need to be updated to reflect changes in scope and funding options. Bylaws 20, uh, 2057, 2058, 2059 reflect this updated information, changes approved by Council, and rescinds the previous borrowing bylaws associated with these projects. Uh, fiscal impact. As of December 31st, 2018, the debt limit for the Town of Peace River was $37,582,985 worth $21,620,918 um, remaining or 57.5% used. So we've, uh, the staff has projected out projecting borrowings until 2023 which is shown in the table in the chart below. Um, based on the approved capital improvement plan projections done by staff, we will likely hit around 64.7% of our debt limit in 2019. The bulk of this is due to existing debt along with increases due to required water and sewer infrastructure needs. Debt payments have or will be built into uh, future operating budgets. This information is similar to uh, that presented in the 2019 operating and capital budget documents, excuse me, and to a briefing note uh, distributed to council during the 2019 budget deliberations plus capital project approvals during the year. These bylaws require legislated advertising. Staff will publish in the local paper for two weeks and return to council sometime after that for second and third reading. Based on the approved 2019 capital budget and approved changes by council administration makes the following recommendations. For bylaw 2057, uh, which is the project 365 replacement, 
Our administration recommends the council your first reading to bylaw 2057, a bylaw authorizing the council of the municipality to incur indebtedness for the issuance of a debenture in the amount of four million ninety-six thousand six hundred dollars for the replacement of reservoir 365. Uh, the next recommendation regarding bylaw 2058, uh, administration recommends the council your first reading to bylaw 2058, a bylaw authorizing the council of the municipality. To incur indebtedness by the issuance of a debenture in the amount of $165,000 for lift station 4 project. And finally, for bylaw 2059, administration recommends the council give first reading to bylaw 2059, a bylaw authorizing the council of the municipality to incur indebtedness by the issuance of a debenture in the amount of $200,000 for the construction of the Shaftesbury Sewer Main Part 2 project. Any uh, questions for Mr. Shrum? Yes. Yeah, just one uh, one question. Um, as far as the advertising, you just mentioned local paper. I'm assuming that you'll be using other means of advertising as well. Correct. Social media, etc. Right. We're using social media. It'll be posted at the front office. Um, anywhere with you know public can see it. I just wanted to make sure that was clear because it only said the paper and the correct. Oversight on my part. Any other questions? Okay, moving forward then um, for bylaw 2057. Anyone care to make a motion? Councillor Needham? Uh, yeah, yes, uh, Deputy Mayor, I'd like to make a motion that we provide first reading to bylaw 2057 in the amount of $4,096,600. <coughs> Any discussion? All those in favor? Thank you, it's carried. Uh, for bylaw 2058, anyone care to put forth the motion for that one? Councillor Ford? Okay, so this is for lift station four. Any discussion? Those in favor? Thank you, it's carried. For bylaw 2059, Councillor Downing? Okay, so this is for the construction of the Shaftesbury Sewer Main Part 2. Any concerns, questions there? All those in favor? It's carried. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Shaw. Thank you. Okay, so our next um, item is no unfinished business, so we're at Part 3. Uh, part one, or part eight, section one, invitation from the Royal Canadian Legion. Someone speaking to this? Deputy Mayor Manzer, yes. Um, I will be speaking this. This is the annual Remembrance Day ceremony. Uh, the mayor has been invited to lay a wreath on behalf of the town. Um, so he, as you can see, the uh, uh, extensive uh, activity that the Canadian Forces has uh, put into uh, um, a lot of the actions in this past over 100 years. Um, basically, um, it's been covered quite well by McQuaig, uh, and, and so it would be uh, quite uh, disrespectful if we didn't actually attend the November 11th and, and promote it. So uh, the recommendation is that we do have the, uh, either the mayor or a member of council attend, and all the rest of the council actually attend November 11th. 
Any questions? Recommendation? Someone here to make a motion? Councillor Needham? Uh, yes, uh, Deputy Mayor, I would uh, put a motion on the floor that the uh, Mayor and Council be enabled to attend uh, November 11th uh, activities. Thank you. Any further discussion? Okay, all those in favor? Great. I think it's at TA Norris again. So, Deputy Mayor, I may be a little late in my discussion, but I'm going to catch Director Bell's eye. Uh, can you report quickly as to the number of banners that we picked up this year to, for veterans? Oh, I don't know. Did we, did we get some? Yeah, we have more in total. I'm sorry, what, what was it? We have about 60 to 70 in total, but I don't know how many this year. Okay. I, I'm but 60 or 70 in total. 10 to 12 this year, but. Yeah, no, I that's fine. I'm just, that. I thought it was single digits. So there is some interest in the program, I guess. Is what I'm yes, we've seen growth year over yeah. year. Okay, thank you. The next uh, item is the awarding of uh, the fuel contract. And who would speak to this? Deputy, Madam, uh, Madam Deputy Mayor and Council. So before you uh, tonight, uh, have the request for decision on the award of the fuel contract for the Peace uh, River Regional Airport. Uh, following our, our process, we had issued uh, a tender uh, for this, and uh, in our P. Close on the 24th of July, and one bid was received from Northern Air Charter Incorporated. Uh, as part of our process, we also struck, struck an evaluation committee, and in this case, uh, since uh, due to sensitivity around uh, this as well, and being, being a regional facility, uh, we extended uh, invitation to uh, Northern Sunrise County to also participate on the evaluation committee. So they uh, submitted one member, uh, I sat on the committee as well, and then uh, the airport manager uh, sat in on that one as well. So, so the three of us went through uh, a format uh, that was already or as laid out in the RFP in terms of scoring, and went through uh, the tender uh, to come up with a, a bit of a score for the one tender, even though that one tender was received, we need to make sure that you know achieve all of the uh, basic requirements of the RFP. So uh, the one other uh, item that we wanted to look at, since there was only one RFP, was just the issue of price reasonableness as the submission tied local fuel pricing uh, for, an, for an existing fuel index. 
So we went forth uh, and got comparables uh, for different airports for what they were charging for uh, price, and you can see that in that table uh, below. And you can see uh, that uh, Peace server is at two dollars. So uh, we are slightly on the higher side, but by no. Uh, but we're definitely not the highest, but we're not the lowest as well. So the difference from the overall average was six cents per, uh, per liter. So the difference from average was 3.1%. So very comparable, uh, very competitive uh, pricing overall. So the PRA, P, the Peace Regional Airport is also including a termination clause within the proposed agreement. This can be triggered by either party for any reason within one year's notice and protects either party in responding to the changes at the airport. So before you, you've got uh, three options to consider. Uh, the first option is approving or council would approve the CAO signing a five-year supply and operation contract of an aviation fuel dispensing agreement with uh, Northern Air Charter, and that would be effective the 1st of October 2020, uh, and would be in effect to September 30, 2025. So this adheres to our purchasing policy, uh, where we publicly solicit receive bids for provision of the service. There are no disadvantages or and financial implications are as we've kind of laid out. Uh, that uh, we're well within line for competitive fuel pricing. Option two, uh, council as further conditions or directs administration to defer the decision. And advantages uncertain as if this is dependent upon conditions and direction provided by council. And the same with the disadvantages. And option three is to decline to provide the CAO approval to sign the agreement to award this contract to Northern Air Charter. So there are no advantages to that. The disadvantages is that it diminishes the value of our purchasing policy and may elicit fewer responses in the future uh, for not awarding a reasonable contract. So the recommendation is that council approve the CAO signing a five-year supply and operation of the aviation fuel dispensing agreement with Northern Air Charter. Uh, effective from the 1st of October 2020 to September 30th, 2025. Any questions around that? So I have one actually. Um, so with the timing of this um, uh, RFP and its dates and deadlines and so forth, does it in any way interfere with the proposal for the operating aspect of the RSP? The airport that no, and I think you know you kind of speak to that with having that opt-out clause within there so that would cover us in terms of something if we went in a different direction with the airport we would be covered that way just by having that clause in there so and then so also there is the provision that depending upon how what that uh, direction looks like with the airport uh, it also provides an advantage because now we've got a fixed uh, fee that the whoever takes over the airport, if that something like that were to happen, it's actually a fairly attractive uh, thing to have in there as well. 
but they could change it with a was it a year's notice or so? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Deputy Mayor, uh, now I understand the current airport fuel agreement. I understood was came to an end in November of this year. No, no actually, that's uh, October next year. It is October. It is October next year. Okay, I understood that differently. Yeah. That answered my question. Councillor Ford. I'm just uh, curious in regards to the chart here as far as the comparables like Thompson and Laurence, they're a little they seem to be a little bit on the on the high end, but then you compare uh, that with Flintlawn, who's way the heck up north, mm. and those those prices seem to be a, a little bit elevated. Are they actually like at two forty, are they still fair comparables to our region? Well, I think you know, you look at how far they are from uh, a large municipality. Like, if you look at the distance we are from Edmonton, you know, if you look at Flintlawn compared to Winnipeg, same distance. So, if you look at it in that respect, I think they're very comparables. Has there been any, like, is one of the, we've, we've heard complaints around fuel. Uh, price has been part of it, so is availability. Has it, was there any provisions in the RFP for the availability of fuel for, say, like rotor wing that needs fuel, you know, more often and not that much of it? And uh, like, say, call out fees. So if they do need fuel, like they're, they're so, are they are they paying a call out fee as well as uh, a price per liter on that? Oh, the, the prices I think they right now is uh, the only time they have call out fees if it's after their normal working hours. So like in the summers. They extend their normal working hours because what they're trying to do is they're trying to get the helicopters that are basically supporting up forestry. Um, so, if it's and, and helicopters don't fly at night for for the that cases. So, so basically, when they looked at their hours, their hours covered most of the daytime hours. So there was no call up fees for that. Um, but I don't think it specifically says okay, you can't charge any other fees to this. I believe it's just the fuel aspect of it. And, and they, like every airport has some extra fees that people are asking for, you know, different types of services. Councillor Scammerhorn, that's but yeah. Oh, okay. Councillor Ford. Yeah, just back to that uh, that answer that you gave me earlier. So if I'm looking at if I'm looking at distance, so for instance, Flintlawn to Winnipeg, and then if I take that same variable and I look at uh, uh, Thompson to Winnipeg, which is a shorter distance, but yet a higher cost of fuel. Or the same with, uh, uh, what was the other one here? Uh, the same with Tom, or sorry, Thompson to their major city, still shorter, a shorter distance, but yet that price of fuel is higher. Yeah, that's why I was asking about that comparable. And for those centers, you know, the regional provider, if he thinks he can get more dollars for fuel because he has no competition, it's going to be higher. Thank you. Answers the questions. Okay, uh, Councillor Needham. <clears throat> I'm uh, maybe of a little different mind. I, I, I think we should wait on this thing. Uh, we've got an RFPO. I, I don't know what the big rush is, uh, contrary to what uh, Director Jim's thinking is, if we get a new airport operator, uh, 
he may think that the deal with Northern Air is a boat anchor. Uh, maybe he thinks he can get a better deal. So we're going to tie his hands by handing him a five-year contract, which he may or may not like. So I guess my preference is something around option two, which is wait for the RFP, unless administration's got a counter-argument to what I'm suggesting. Well, one of the things is it actually really doesn't actually tie the hands for, for five years because they can't immediately. But let's say a miracle occurs and uh, there is a new operator or a different form of government or a different form of organization, um, that organization can immediately trigger. Sorry, we're not, we, we're giving you one year's notice. So at this point, literally you're looking at maybe a four week extension maximum. So it's, it's, but at the end of the day, um, the, the other concern that you have is if you, when you put out an RFP like this one here, and now we put out a second one, if we're trying to encourage people to actually put in applications and if someone sees that, well, they put out one RFP and then they didn't award it. Why should I go to a lot of effort to put in an RFP for this current one? So that's why it could be a disservice at its particular time. So we did bang back and forth. Should we wait? Should we not wait? And at the end of the day, administration thought it's best to actually just move forward with this one because there's more winners than losers in this aspect. And at the end of the day, also, um, just if if you could just cover that one more time. So let's assume that the motion. Let's assume right. that. Northern Air has a, has a five-year contract, and that's a one-year renewal. Correct. So a new airport operator can do what to, so break, to break that agreement? So this one actually physically doesn't come into play until the following year from now. Correct. One yeah, year from now. So say, let's say November 30th, the new air, airport contract comes in. They can actually, on November 30th, or sorry, December 1st, they can give notice, we're getting out of this contract. We don't want to do this. We want to renegotiate. We want to do something different. And, and those terms are clear yes. to Northern Air. They, that is totally clear. And even saying that, you know, if there's a new operator different from the town, because there's going to be a transition time between when the town transfers responsibility of ownership from the airport, if that is the case, right? There's nothing stopping the town itself knowing that that transition is going to happen. There's nothing stopping us from also issuing that notice that that uh, agreement will cease in one year's time. And that's if so, so two so two parties could <coughs> cause this divorce to happen. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're not going to end up in court. Absolutely not. This is this is one of the things that was negotiated here first. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the things that was negotiated because we that was one of the things if you remember council's direction was try and get uh, you know formula to to meet that was you know with the realms and the second thing was get it get out of jail free clause kind of like get out of it so that's why we negotiated these things and and they're they're fully acceptable um, uh, to both Northern Air and, and to the town. Councillor Scamhorn. Do the price numbers for jet fuel look uh, as rosy as those for uh, $100? So, so um, Director um, uh, Town was the one who negotiated all these and, and looked at it, and he felt very confident that everything was with, within line. Yeah. Other questions? The mayor has joined us. Any questions? So you were having an organization here. 
Yeah, I think you're a week ahead of yourself for two weeks, maybe even. That's good. <laughs> Thinking ahead. <laughs> um, okay, any further discussions? If someone would like to put forth a motion. So the mayor has put forth a motion to accept admin's recommendation to uh, approve the CAO signing the five-year supply and operation of aviation fuel for uh, Northern Air Charter effective October 1, 2020 to September 30th, 2025. All those in favor? It's carried. And we'll have a one-minute break while the mayor comes in. <coughs> This way I get to make motions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's going to be interesting the ones you're going to make, maybe. <laughs> okay, uh, we are now into uh, reports, I believe. So, the first report to North Peace Housing Foundation. Anyone to comment or question anything in the report? Uh, probably the one that most would be interested in learning about uh, we'll start off with is the update from the autumn launch we uh, had some people interested it seemed for a while of doing something with that nothing has come of it um, we did put out a, a media release you know kind of telegraphing what our plans were around this at our latest meeting we did have a couple individuals swing by to kind of express their interest in, is there something else to be done with it um, they were pretty generalized and soft, if if, if, if nothing else. Um, so the the plan going forward, yes, is that uh, on January first we will have uh, we'll put out a tender for demolition, and uh, the tender will close February at the end of February. So. Okay, and the other one I noticed there was. Um, the seniors condominium consultation you betcha so that uh, that would be something that uh, we'll be hearing back from mr good on uh very soon but uh yeah they're going to be putting out uh, public calls for more to be interested in getting uh dates nailed down for when they can sit down and make plans on where that's moving next uh, the board did meet with the uh the minister, uh, not the board, pardon me, the chair, and the executive director did meet with the minister, and that went well. The, the minister came to Heritage Towers as well as had a meeting at the senior center as well. And then there's uh, further down, there's a few other uh, personnel changes uh, since taking on uh, the role of executive director. Uh, Tammy even says added a few positions and shuffled some people around, and this. Uh, as you can see, done some execution towards better operation. Great. Well, thank you. Okay, anything further on Northeast Housing's report? Okay, how about the MPC meeting of, well, two of them, August 26th and September 9th, by the looks of it. So the first uh, one there is. Uh, was for the parking variance, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, uh, the parking variance for 
what used to be the River Rock. Um, uh, the new owner operator there is looking for a parking variance to to run it, and it was granted. There's not as many parking stalls as the land use bylaw might request. However, some people will have to walk. We're okay with that. Uh, the second one was for a approval for a garage slash garden suite, not to be used as a separate rental unit. The intended use is for a studio. I don't know how specific we want to be with yep. it. An art studio, I guess. Uh, to be built above a garage in the back of, of the, uh, the lot there. Um, what was the specific? Was it the height? or I can't, I can't remember exactly what the specific variant that was requested. It, it was just a request to, to build on top of the garage. On top of the yeah. garage. It was a height one? Yeah, I believe it was a height. And the visibility, it's a very long lot. It's, it's very treed in. Um, sight lines aren't an issue. So the variance wasn't a, a high impact one to grant. Thank you for that. Um, Mr. Um, uh, Madam Deputy Mayor, I should just interject here that given that we're coming up at the organizational meeting, that members that are on the Municipal Planning Commission and but think that they are going to become more involved with uh, with groups such as the Change River Commerce and involved in uh, uh, championing projects going forward, they may want to ask uh, uh, other people to stand up for them in in the Municipal Planning Commission, so there is uh, no conflict of interest between championing uh, new development and then and then adjudicating on its on, on its permits. That's a good point. Okay, and the last report is the Peace Library System. It's a, a copy um, from the library chair to um, various municipalities. Basically, uh, this one is concerning broadband and how some uh, municipal libraries, well, libraries, um, have very low broadband access. In fact, it's almost nil or unusable in uh, many. So I think they were asking um, just for us to be knowledgeable about this and if we can um, talk to any ministers that we keep bringing it forth as a concern. Anything else to report? Any other meetings? But this shouldn't uh, affect uh, affect the town of Peace River. No, ours is one of the higher, better, serviced ones. Yeah. Including library by itself. Yeah. 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 In many ways. <laughs> okay. Would someone like to move the acceptance of the reports for information? Reports one through three. Thank you, Councillor Downing. All those in favor? Great. Carried. Um, information? Do we have any information to put out? Otto, any thoughts? Uh, uh, <clears throat> the proclamation will go out tomorrow. Um, 
the three borrowing bylaws and the uh, fuel contract are all pretty substantial. Anyways, um, sounds good information as well as a key communication item. Uh, notice this the motion. There are none. Okay, no public here to comment. And that looks like the end of our open meeting. So, do we want a little break? Uh, uh, Deputy Mayor, Autumn, I'm wondering if you can forward our announcements on the upcoming um, open house at the Baytex to the Chamber of Commerce electronically because then they. Um, both the October 19th and the December 1st. Oh, December 1st. comes. Right. Okay. Uh, the fire department's hosting an open house on the same on Saturday as well, from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, it's in tandem with Fire Prevention Week, which was last week. There will be uh, demonstrations, a pancake breakfast. You can go there and then head straight to the uh, Baytex Energy Center opening. If you sent all three, that would be ideal. Okay. I have two. I can send them. Okay. Perfect. Thanks. Great. Any others? So, so the Métis Annual General Meeting on October 19th. Right. And the mayor is going to be attending yeah. the first part of that for sure. Yeah. Um, the October 24th Small Business, maybe that'll, no, that would have to come up this week, I think. Anyways, uh, the Chamber of Commerce is hosting their small business um, celebration on um, October 4th. I believe it's at the uh, Deputy Mayor, October 24th. 24th. That's correct. And it's at the, I forget. Oh, darn it. I do want to, excuse me, I do want to say the bell, but I'm just going to confirm that right away. Okay. So, um, Let's take a break for at least five minutes and then we'll go to our closed meeting.